Hello, this is Joe Field, the founder of Free Comic Book Day and the owner of one of the premier comic book stores in the world, Flying Colors Comics and Other Cool Stuff in Concord, California, and you are listening to Funny Books with Aaron and Tolly. Comics, Eisner Award-winning comic book shop. Yes. Um, we won the Eisner back in the mid-90s, and uh, uh, if I could be so bold, I'd say that we're better than we were then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. And, you know, one of the things I find remarkable is uh, you opened your store in 88, right? That's correct, yes. You survived the 90s. Well, not only survived the 90s, but actually uh, did did better through the 90s. Um, uh, one of the things that I've uh, always uh, um, tried to do in, in my shop is make sure that we don't um, fad ourselves out of business. Uh, I mean, F-A-D. And uh, th- there, there have been a lot of fads that have come down the pike in the 22 years that we've been in business. Mm-hmm. And um, in the 90s, um, we did... Uh, I think a pretty solid job of managing our way uh, through the boom times and then back down to when uh, 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 when the speculators um, and the um, you know the, uh, the publishers that were doing a lot of the uh, speculating publishing uh, when they got washed out of the business. So. Um, for me, it's always been a matter of you know I am running a business. Uh, we we have this is a, uh, a incredibly fun place to come to week after week, and um, I feel very lucky that a lot of people come to us every week and uh, always leave with a smile on their face. But uh, for me, it's uh, in order to keep that up, it's about uh, managing through the good times and the not so good times, and mm-hmm. and so we were able to do that through the nineties. You know, that's definitely the right mindset because I've been known to be critical of a lot of comic shops because basically many of them are just a fan who managed to get the money together to put together a shop that knows nothing about retail. But I'm looking through the pictures of your store and it's obvious you guys know what you're doing from a retail standpoint, from a business standpoint. It looks like a fun comic shop, but this is you guys are doing everything right just from a retail and a store standpoint, too. I, I appreciate those comments. Uh, I, you know, being as close to it as I am, I see where the holes are and what I'd like to improve every week. And I, I think really the goal for every comic book retailer is to just try to make some improvement every day you're open. And if you can do that, and if that's an improvement in which uh, you're finding a new way to service your customers or a new way to display products or new products to bring in that uh, that tie in with the core product of comics and graphic novels, you know, all of that's good. Um, Sometimes it's uh, the the improvements are about um, learning a new technology or uh, learning uh, um, reading uh, a a different book, going outside of your comfort zone to read. uh, a comic book or a graphic novel that you, know, you might actually put back on the shelf uh, in in most cases, but I found so many 
uh, good books to sell and, and be able to recommend by just trying to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So, you know, one of our, our favorite questions to ask uh, comic book retailers is, you know, guy walks in off the street and he says, hey, I, I, I want to get into comics. What do I read first? Wow. Um, <laughs> I, and uh, I, I give the bakery response, which is uh, we only ask you to buy one of each. Um, <laughs> Actually, uh, our, uh, what we do is, and, and uh, nurturing new readers, whether they're uh, five-year-old kids or 95-year-olds coming in for the first time, uh, we do uh, always go through a series of questions to find out what they like from other media, what brought them into the store in the first place, what made them curious about uh, why they're here, um, and and then take that and uh, make some uh, valid recommendations from that. I wouldn't, as a carp, uh, just a carpet statement, say, you know, your first comic book should be Dark Knight Returns, um, or your first comic book should be Watchmen or Bone or, or whatever. Um, yeah, we really try not to do the one-size-fits-all thing. We really try to get to the heart of why people are interested in, in coming into our store and um, what kinds of things they like from other media so that we can match them up to things that they're going to want to read for a lifetime. So uh, Free Comic Book Day has been around since, what, 2004, 2002? 2002 was 2002. the first one. And, yeah. how, and, and you are the originator of Free Comic Book Day. Tell us how that happened. Well, uh, back in the... Uh, 90s and early 2000s, I, I wrote for a magazine called Comics and Games Retailer, which was a, uh, a retailer um, uh, magazine, uh, a trade magazine um, for people in the profession of selling comics. Um, and um, uh, I had this idea uh, for Free Comic Book Day when uh, one day when I was trying to make my deadline, I, I looked out the window and it was... Uh, um, Right around this time of year, it was in April of 2001, uh, I looked out the window and saw a line in front of my store and came to find out that the line was going into the Baskin-Robbins ice cream store next to us, <laughs> and uh, it was free scoop night. Um, I and, love free scoop night. <laughs> well, you know, they don't even most, most Baskin-Robbins don't even do it anymore. It's now 31-cent scoop night. Yeah. And... and uh, uh, free is absolutely one of the most powerful words there is. Yeah. Um, and free scoop night sure sounds a whole lot better than 31 scoop, uh, 31 cent scoop night. But um, so I wrote a column uh, proposing that we do a free comic book night. You know, um, uh, to to steal it from Baskin Robbins, where it would be one evening during a week sometime, and and. Uh, uh, we give away comics that the publishers would produce, and I, I mean all of the elements were there. Uh, but um, uh, that was April 2001. Um, uh, the column got published in, uh, I believe, July or August of 2001, and um, it was met with some terrific response. And it was agreed that we would do a meeting. Uh, I would be involved in a meeting with um, some of the heads of the large publishers, DC, Marvel, Diamond, Image, uh, and, uh, and the uh, management team from uh, uh, Diamond Comic Distributors. And they just were about to do one of their retailer summits in Las Vegas, which was uh, October 2001. So it was, it was just about three weeks after 9-11. 
uh, and everyone was still reeling from the effects. It was it was one of the f- first times. It was was the first time that the industry kind of got together in any way after 9/11. And uh, what I found in that meeting was um, a spirit of cooperation that I haven't, um, I had never seen in my years in the business before. Uh, all of the publishers sort of put down their arms and said, yes, we need to do something good for, for our industry and, and something that would be fun and positive. And um, out of that meeting, um, uh, the publisher at Image at the time was uh, Jim Valentino, and he was the one who suggested uh, that we should do this the Saturday after Spider-Man 1 opened. Mm-hmm. So it was a non-Marvel publisher saying that we should... Uh, uh, piggyback onto uh, Marvel's blockbuster movie, and um, we never wanted the movies to be the front seat of Free Comic Book Day, uh, but it has become a uh, a good way to galvanize everyone who's involved in uh, uh, comics and and the licensing of comics and and that sort of thing. So. Um, uh, each year since, um, uh, except uh, one year we had it in, in July, around July 4th weekend, but uh, other than that, it's always been the first Saturday in May, and that's where it'll be from uh, from the, uh, this moment on. So um, it, it's, it, it's been a wild ride, and, and it's been a great ride. Now, for those folks who uh, have never been to a free comic book day event, um, explain what the idea is about free comic book day beyond oh, the, you know getting your yeah, free comic. Uh, um, <laughs> there, there are uh, uh, three essential goals as far as I'm concerned for free comic book day. One is to um, call in people who are not comic book fans or or readers and get them to see what. Uh, all the kinds of great things that are going on in comics and uh, really show, show off a diversity of what's available in comics. Uh, the second goal is uh, to reinvigorate people who used to read comics, but for whatever reason, whether you know, they got a girlfriend or they went to college or they ran out of money or whatever it was, um, or uh, just had, you know, were into it at one point or another, but fell out for whatever reason. It's just it's to call them back and get them back into the game. And the third reason is to thank all of our current fans and readers for uh, for their support. So Free Comic Book Day um, it, it serves all of those uh, ends in that we see new people, we see people coming back, and and we're able to see our regulars and thank them. So what uh, what it's evolved into is that um, uh, a number of publishers in the in the comics business, and I think this year we have thirty some odd publishers involved, uh, will all do special edition comics for that day on Free Comic Book Day, Saturday, May first, at close to two thousand stores around the world, um, and uh, uh, stores will uh, retailers will buy various amounts of all of those uh, comics, uh, some or all of them. Uh, all the stores will have at least uh, 10 of, uh, of the comics, uh, which are the gold-level comics that every store needs to carry to be in, in, uh, involved with free comic book day. But then there are another 22 or 23 from other publishers that uh, other stores will add on to. And uh, we give away these special edition comics all day. Um, 
with uh, close to 2,000 stores participating, uh, this year we have two and a half million comic books to give away. Wow. Um, and that is, uh, that's an all-time record for Free Comic Book Day. Um, uh, we are up something in the neighborhood of 300,000 comics from last year, more than, uh, more than a 10% increase in the number of comics that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe there will be stores in close to 30 countries involved with this on uh, May 1st. And um, I was uh, very happy last year to receive uh, some of the comics from the Italian Free Comic Book Day that they did on their own that, uh, that were printed in Italian. And um, happy to see that Germany is doing the same thing this year. So um, it, it really is something that has spread like wildfire all over the earth. So what kind of efforts have you made to get the word out to people that aren't currently comic book readers? Well, uh, first off, um, uh, what I need to tell you is that retailers buy these comics to give away. Um, and by purchasing these comics, uh, a little bit of each purchase goes into a fund to help market the promotion. And um, uh, what, what's done with that fund is uh, it's, um, some of it is spent on, on public relations. Uh, there is a dedicated professional at Diamond Comics that, uh, that works year-round to uh, build um, free comic book day and uh, work with uh, different uh, news outlets and um, different companies to spread the word about Free Comic Book Day. So um, as in prior years, I think we can expect us to hit almost every uh, daily newspaper. Uh, we can expect it to hit most of the larger uh, web news outlets. Um, we can expect it to reach uh, a number of the cable outlets and uh, there, there, there will be uh, more talk about comic books over the next 10 days than uh, there, there is at almost any other time during the year because of Free Comic Book Day. So um, uh, retailers help fund all of that with, with their purchases of the Free Comic Book Day edition. So, um, uh, so my, my word to those going to the event is, um, you know, uh, your retailer is, is paying for those books. So grab the ones that interest you and, um, and bring a friend who isn't into comics now and get them interested in it uh, because that's, that's the way to help uh, grow the whole market and make it, uh, make it more fun and vibrant for everyone. So as a, as a retailer, um, what are you doing at Flying Colors Comics on Free Comic Book Day? Well, at Flying Colors, it is always a huge party here. Um, uh, this year, our special guest in the store will be Eric Larson, the creator of Savage Dragon and one of Image Comics' founding partners. Um, uh, we will also have a special appearance from uh, everyone's favorite movie mutant, Wolverine, will be here for a couple hours. Uh, we will. Um, uh, we have a lot of refreshments. Um, my wife makes her uh, only does it twice a year. She makes these killer things called cream de mint brownies that everyone goes nuts for. Um, we have um, you know refreshments and goodies uh, for people as they come through. Um, we uh, usually have some good deals on that day, and I uh, expect that uh, that'll that'll be the same this time through. Um, and we really try to make it a fun experience. Um, uh, I believe we'll also have a, a TV crew here, um, uh, possibly shooting new Flying Colors uh, TV commercials, and uh, uh, we have a professional photographer that will take pictures of uh, people with uh, Wolverine and with uh, with Eric Larson. Um, 
we just it's it's a huge community event. We usually get anywhere from oh a thousand to twelve hundred people through the door during the course of the day. Okay, two things. One, we like brownies. <laughs> and, and two, did I hear you right? You're shooting television commercials. Uh, we generally do shoot TV commercials on, on Free Comic Book Day, and I'm I'm hoping that our, uh, the production company we use will also be here that day. Uh, still uh, not 100% confirmed, but uh, it's been that way for the last three or four years, so I, I wouldn't expect that to change this year. And and you you buy television ad space and and run. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just a, a little floored. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, that, I'm amazed by that. I would really invite anyone who's uh, listening to your podcast to go to flyingcolorscomics.com. You can click on the uh, the link for TV ads, and you'll see um, uh, a bunch of different TV ads that we've done over the last 15 years. And honestly, um, I'm not going to say that they're award-winning TV spots, <laughs> but you know, uh, I keep them cheesy, and uh, uh, it, I get the word out there. Uh, we don't spend tremendous amounts on on production or on the creative side of uh, of advertising, uh, but I'm a huge believer that uh, it makes a whole lot more sense to to spend the money um, getting the the message out there a whole lot more. So um, yes, we are we're actually advertising Free Comic Book Day on TV right now, um, and. Uh, uh, we do other commercials uh, during the rest of the year, but um, we also have uh, on our website, uh, we have a couple of uh, introduction videos to what goes on here at Flying Colors. We just posted a new one. You can also go to YouTube, and uh, if you go to YouTube and uh, go to uh, my my username is FlyCojo, F-L-Y-C-O-J-O-E, you'll see that uh, a bunch of our TV spots are there, and then... Uh, uh, interviews that we did for Free Comic Book Day last year with uh, Glenn Brunswick and Eric Walker and, and um, Land, uh, Landry Jones, uh, Eric Jones and Landry Walker from uh, um, the DC Kids line. Um, uh, we have interviews with uh, with those three gentlemen up on the site. Um, there's there's a lot that we have going on, and uh, the idea is honestly, um, comics to me are the best entertainment there is. And so we try to make this as an entertaining an environment as we possibly can. And I think one of the things that's been a nice side benefit of Free Comic Book Day is that uh, other retailers have really picked up on that cue, and they've turned Free Comic Book Day into uh, a big entertainment day, not only for their regular customers, but for everyone coming by. And every store customizes it in their own way. Uh, I've seen tremendous amounts of creative things being done with it. Uh, there are um, uh, some retailers that will um, uh, move the event actually off-site to a different location because mm -hmm. they can't handle the crowds in their store. Right. Uh, they turn it into a, you know <clears throat> a session where they're cartoonists drawing all day, and um, or they turn it into mini conventions. And essentially. Um, I think every Wednesday in a comic book store is like a mini convention, mm -hmm. uh, or at least it should be. And uh, what Free Comic Book Day does is it sort of uh, brings that all together uh, and uh, makes it gives us another event on the um, on the calendar to really focus on and do some good things with. Yeah, I find it's a wonderful spectacle. I end up hitting multiple shops just to see what everyone's doing. 
But that makes me wonder, does it do you think it makes it easier for people to come into show to come into shops that might otherwise not step inside just because they see a crowd? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I can't tell you how many times I always walk through the line uh, a number of times during the course of the day and uh uh I've had that question. Uh, someone said, "Excuse me, what is this line for?" And I said, "Well, just keep on following it and you'll get some free comic books." Well, joy of joys. How about that? You know, it's uh, um people love I the way I've kind of re- uh, kind of been referring to free comic book day this year as this is the comics equivalent of a flash mob. Um, it's, it's the one time during the year when close to a half a million people around the world are going to be doing something related to comics at the same time. And, uh, that's a pretty powerful statement that, um, uh, each of these stores, um, in the 30 different countries all over the world, are doing this event on that day and trying to make them special events for the people coming into their stores. Um, and it's, it's really an event that um, I, I think uh, probably um, is, is a lot bigger than most people realize because if they go to one store and they'll see a crowd and you might caravan to another store and, and <laughs> do what you say going around to different stores, then you see a different crowd at each store. But when you add up all of those crowds together, it's a pretty powerful deal. And, and I, would, uh, I would encourage um, uh, people this year to, uh, to tweet as much as they can about Free Comic Book Day and uh, you know, to, uh, um, uh, you know, post things about it on Facebook and, and, uh, uh, on their blogs and just really, really get it out there because this is the one day of the year when, uh, when more people come out for comics than any other day. And that includes the huge comic book conventions and it, it includes every day. This is the one day of the year that has more people coming out for comics than any other day of the year. You know, uh, like Wayne, I visit a number of shops on Free Comic Book Day to see what everybody's doing, and I'm always stunned by uh, those shops that are giving out comics, but they're not doing anything. You know, they'll have, uh, you know, the comics will be on the other side of the counter, and you have to ask for them. You can't even kind of thumb through and look at them. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, what what do you guys do to to kind of I don't know enlighten the, your fellow retailers, you know, to to kind of share best practices with them? And none are so blind as those who will not see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the basic there are uh, in, in every business there are doers and then there are takers yeah. and. Um, uh, there, there's a tremendous amount of effort that goes into free comic book day for so many retailers. And then there are others who just simply do the buy-in of the books and think that's all they need to do. Right. Um, some make the mistake of just putting the comics out on a spinner rack or out on a table and have people come by and scoop as many of them as they like. Um, they're missing the opportunity. The opportunity is that we have 30 some odd different titles this year and each one of those reaches a different and unique audience. So with, uh, um, without the retailer being able to target specific titles to specific readers, 
they're missing an opportunity to have these people come back and want more. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is um, the big advantage of a comic book shop over somewhere like a, you know, just a regular bookstore is that one-on-one rapport. I talk about all the time comic shop loyalty and just this rapport you make with the people that are working there that you see every week. And it's a huge loss if someone is just setting stuff out on a rack and not trying to build that relationship. Right. Uh, um, and, but they're within their rights to do that. And, sure. and I believe that any, any comic book fan who does want to um, uh, be, uh, be in a more of a socialized comics shop, uh, they'll, they'll take their business there. You know, they'll take their business to a store that gives them that experience. And I really believe that that's uh, one of the things that, uh, one of the sort of underlying goals of Free Comic Book Day is to give an experience that uh, everyone will remember. Um, and uh, if, if the experience going into a store is one in which there's, uh, there's no enthusiasm, there's... Uh, um, you know, there, there are walls up because you have to ask for the comics behind the counter or you have to uh, say the secret void. Um, you know, it, it, it all makes, it, that makes an impression on anyone coming into the store. And my hope is that any uh, retailer involved in Free Comic Book Day will, will get the word that um, uh, this is really something to, to put your best foot forward on. And uh, I, I, over, this is the ninth year for Free Comic Book Day, so I've I've seen a, a progression of uh, what's happened with stores where they grudgingly bought into it uh, the first year or two and just let the comics sit out there and didn't do anything. But as uh, Free Comic Book Day has continued to have a, a really uh, <clears throat> good life to it, um, they've seen that they need to put a, a bigger effort into it. And I've, I've had retailers come up to me and say, Thank you for free comic book day. I didn't know what to do with it at the beginning, but now we turn it into something really huge mm-hmm. and make it an event. And and that uh, for me, I uh, I'm I am very thrilled that uh, my little idea uh, has become the best day of business for for many of my retailing colleagues. I think um, uh, to me that's uh, you know bringing new readers in and giving my uh, helping to give my fellow retailers. Uh, one of their best sales days during the year is, you know, I, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. So what is the most interesting event or promotion you've heard of another shop doing? Wow. Um, well, there, there are some stores that will uh, do a lot with cosplayers. Um, uh, a lot of them will have, uh, you know, the 501st Squadron uh, Star Wars Stormtroopers come out. One of my pals up in Nova Scotia at Strange Adventures, uh, Callum Johnston, uh, uh, has a couple of stores up there, and he rents out a church hall, and in the church hall there are tables set up all over, and there's a section for the kids-friendly comics and one that's for teen and up, and then one that's for more mature readers. But as you wend your way through this, there are also cartoonists at the tables doing sketches for everyone as they come through and um, talking about their comics and just really getting people turned on to the medium of comics. And I think that's a great event. Um, <clears throat> uh, there are others that... Um, you know, we'll have uh, live radio broadcasts or um, costume characters show up or, um, you know, turn it into a mini convention. So um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. 
Uh, and uh, uh, in terms of unusual, um, I think every every store has something that's unusual because none, uh, no two comic book stores are alike. You know, uh, as I talk to retailers about Free Comic Book Day and, and what they're going to be doing, one thing that always uh, – every year, it never fails. Someone will say, but I don't think they're going to do it again next year. You know, this might be the last year for Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> what, what do you what do you say to those kinds of kind of questions or or inquiries? Bull feathers. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> um, well, uh, let me back off of that. Sure. Uh, I, what I, what I say is that um, we do um, uh, free comic book day is dependent upon retailers wanting to do it year after year, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's clear this year seeing that two and a half million comics are available for giveaway that this still has a lot of life in it. Right. Um, very few industry wide promotions last two years, let alone nine or 10. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I think what makes free comic book day different and what gives it, uh, much better legs is that, um, we are living in a culture that is just now becoming totally immersed in comics, in comics content, uh, you know, whether it's movies or video games or TV or whatever. Um, so many of those things have their basis in comics material or they have comic book writers or artists attached to them uh, that every year it seems that we're getting a little bit uh, we're, we're making the snowball a little bit bigger as we as we push it down the hill, um, and it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And I, I think that has to do with the fact that we are all living in a comic-centered culture, although most of us may not be totally aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, from a retailer perspective, you know what excites you about this year's free comic book day you know are there any particular books um that are exciting for you well um what what's exciting to me is that um i I think we we have a a a pretty wide variety of different kinds of comics this year um i think that um just if you take a look at the the gold level comics, the the book that probably gets me the most excited out of the gold level comics uh, would be the one from Image Comics, which is called Fractured Fables. And this has uh, talent like uh, Brian Talbot and Doug Tennapel, Alexander Gresham, Derek McCulloch, um, uh, Ted McKeever, uh, Mike and Laura Allred. I mean, this is this is a book that. Uh, has a lot of talent in, in it, and uh, essentially what it is is uh, um, short stories uh, where uh, comic book creators are able to turn familiar fairy tales and nursery rhymes on their ear to make everyone laugh. And um, I think uh, there's a lot of good talent in there. There's, you know, on the superhero front. Um, DC kicks off their War of the Superman crossover with uh, uh, with their free comic book day edition, uh, and Dark Horse is kicking off their uh, Gold Key um, comics line with a, a Doc Solar and Magnus Robot Fighter comic. Um, yeah, I just I think, read the preview of that before getting on the phone here, and yeah. that's the big one I'm excited about. I am a huge uh, fan of both characters. Yeah, well, and... You know, I think one of the things that's cool about that title is 
There are people who remember Dr. Solar and Magnus Robot Fighter from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Who you know, and there may be some people coming in this week who don't remember the the valiant versions of those characters from 15 years ago. So uh, this could be a reintroduction to old favorites for uh, for <clears throat> you know for some people coming into Free Comic Book Day. And I think the same thing could be said for the drawn and quarterly um, entry. Uh, uh, it's called Yao, the John Stanley Library. There's uh, um, you know, it's it's the book is designed by Seth, who's a very cool uh, cartoonist, um, and features stuff like Nancy and Mel and the Monster and um, uh, Tubby from the Little Lulu comics. Now, those are the comics that a lot of people my age might recommend, uh, 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 might remember from when they were little kids. But these are the kinds of comics that also parents can read with their kids, and both of them get a, uh, a good laugh out of. So um, there, there are comics here that are good for uh, parents to share with their kids. There are good comics that are good just for the kids and others that are just good for the parents. And there's comics that are there for everyone. I mean, we've got Shrek, we've got Fraggle Rock, we've got Toy Story, Iron Man. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, for Free Comic Book Day that I think is going to um, seriously entertain uh, people who come in on May 1st and uh, hopefully get them to come back on May 2nd, May 3rd, May 4th, and on and on and on. (laughs) So uh, I have a question, and it's because uh, Free Comic Book Day is, you know, is done in conjunction with Diamond, uh, you know, distributors. With uh, the move of Marvel to Hatchet, does that mean any issues with next year's Free Comic Book Day? No, not at all. Marvel, Marvel, uh, actually, uh, uh, Marvel has had been distributing their books to the bookstore market through Diamond Book Distributors, but um, the move of, uh, of Marvel to sell their uh, graphic novels and trade paperbacks to the bookstore market through uh, Hachette is um, uh, it won't have any impact on what goes on. As a matter of fact, uh, at the same time that they announced that deal, what was sort of sort of left underscored about it uh, and didn't really get the reporting is that Marvel also extended their contract uh, for Diamond to be their exclusive comic book distributor. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and uh, for the last 25 years, I believe, um, um, DC Comics has not had their books distributed to the book market by Diamond. Uh, they've always had an outside distributor, as has uh, a, a number of other com- uh, publishers like Fantagraphics and Drawn on Quarterly and um, uh, some others. So uh, they're, although the markets do sort of merge together in some respects, they, they, there is a wall up between the bookstore market and the comic book specialty market. So with uh, all the ties to Diamond in this, how do some of the smaller indie guys, how can they play a part in it? I, I think... Um, one of the things that is a real possibility, uh, and are, are, in this case, uh, are you talking about small indie uh, comic creators that don't have distribution through Diamond? Yes. Okay. Um, I would recommend that they um, go to their local comic shop and uh, uh, take part in Free Comic Book Day by giving some of their comics away, signing them, and getting people to see the books. They're, they're 
their biggest deal needs to be to get eyes on their books and free comic book day with the crowds that stores draw uh, is the best way to do that. Just to ask you a couple of questions that don't have so much to do about Free Comic Book Day, but anytime yeah. we have a, a retailer on, we always like to talk to them a little bit about the business, as it were. Okay. Um, you know, that when the iPad debuted, uh, we saw a lot of uh, comic book retailers very concerned about you know the growth of the digital market. Uh, what are your feelings about that? Well, first off, I'm I'm waiting for the next generation of iPad, the the larger one. I think they call it the Maxi Pad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that uh, digital comics are uh, something that will feed new readers into our market. Uh, I, just last week, um, uh, and this is the only one I've overheard. So um, there, I'm sure there are other cases like this. A guy came into the store saying, I need New Avengers Volume 2 and Volume 3. And uh, we asked, well, are you sure you don't need Volume 1 to start? He said, no, I read Volume 1 on the iPad, and I cannot wait uh, for them to, to upload those to, uh, to the Comixology Marvel uh, iPad uh, application, so I need them now. Huh. There's an immediacy to comics and comic shops that um, that you don't have with uh, with digital comics. Mm -hmm. There, um, uh, there's also the the socialization part, uh, being able to come in and uh, when when he comes in and, and gets new volume uh, new Avengers volumes two and three, we can also recommend that he look at uh, maybe Mighty Avengers volume one or uh, try something else like. Um, uh, you know, uh, noble causes from Image. Um, try another team book from a different publisher. Um, <clears throat> there's there are things that we can show um, uh, that uh, that the iPad can't show, and uh, I, I I think we still have uh, you know a 30 or 40 year head start on on the digital realm, and I, I believe that it'll be a great sampling tool, but. Um, uh, I also believe that uh, um, reading comics digitally is a pretty lonely experience. Um, reading comics that you pick up from your local comic shop where you have a relationship with a guy behind the counter who can lead you to g great stuff every week and maybe stretch what uh, you would normally uh, want to look at by giving good recommendations. I don't think there's anything uh, that, uh, like that that can be replicated um, either on the iPad or anywhere online. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm looking at uh, uh, the iPad and, and those as being um, uh, just a, a good sampling device uh, for a long time. And will they uh, – uh, there are other reasons why, uh, why digital comics uh, probably need to be sold. And one of them uh, uh, is that there's so much piracy out there. Um, some of the BitTorrent sites or whatever that are, are uploading comics illegally, that by having comics for sale digitally, it does give the publishers, lawyers, a whole lot more clout to be able to go in and shut down the BitTorrent sites. Right. So um, uh, I think that's something that needs to be done. And it also allows the publishers to be able to present the material the way they want to present it, not the way... Uh, uh, an illegal uh, uploader and scanner uh, wants them to uh, be seen. Now, you know, we, we talked about what books you're excited about for Free Comic Book Day. What books are being published right now, you know, that are, that are generally available through retail are you excited about? 
I think it literally changes every every week. Uh, <laughs> every uh, Wednesday. Every, every <laughs> Wednesday something comes out. <clears throat> this week, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one that got me this week was Brave and Bold. Um, oh really? Um, uh, I, I just I'm going to recommend it. You, uh, you know, after you're done with this interview, just drop everything and go read that book. <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 a one shot um, with. Uh, uh, the big female guns of the DC universe, and it's uh, just a lot of fun with a couple of jaw-dropping moments in it. Uh, um, JMS, uh, uh, Joe Michael Straczynski wrote the book, so uh, you know you're going to be in for a good time. That's my recommendation this week, <clears throat> um, or one of them anyway. Um, one of the other things that, you know, uh, here at uh, Flying Colors, the uh, other things that are being recommended this week is brand new, the Spirit Number One uh, from uh, DC's First Wave. Um, uh, Neil Gaiman's Instructions book just came out, which is a cool little book. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one of the sort of unsung books recently uh, over the last year that that I've been uh, telling a lot of people about that they haven't read because I know they haven't read it is a book called The Big Con by Neil Clyde. Uh, it was published by NBM, and it is uh, uh, it's a very very cool book. And it's the big con, and con is spelled K A H N, and it's about a con man who becomes a rabbi huh. and convinces uh, the people around him that he is a rabbi, that he is Jewish, and when he dies, his family finds out that he was actually a con man, C-O-N. And it's what happens to a family when they find out that what they had been living for the years before that is a lie. It's an awesome book. I can't believe I've never heard of it. Um, it really didn't get a lot of uh, big pl- publicity to it, but it was one of those books that uh, <clears throat> about you know, once every six months or so, I get a visit from a outside sales rep from Diamond Comics, and he says... What, um, what are you reading now that I should recommend to other retailers? And I said, take this one home and read it and tell me what you think. And he said, not. Uh, he bought the book, number one, which was cool, <clears throat> and I'm always into selling books. Um, but he took it home and said, this is a book that I will be able to sell to other retailers when he visits them. Slowly but surely, it should be getting a little bit more um, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a terrific book. One of the other graphic novels, um, uh, I, uh, I think last year my top five graphic novels were the uh, the Parker book by uh, Darwin Cook. Oh, yeah, awesome absolutely. <laughs> the adaptation of uh, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451 uh, by Tim Hamilton. Uh, amazingly well done. Uh, I had read that bo- uh, the Bradbury book uh, probably 35 years ago and um, hadn't read it since, but when I... It, picked up that book so much came back to me and it was to to really stunning adaptation i'm a big fan <laughs> of that book i hit it usually every two three years and just do a reread of it oh yeah <laughs> well there's there's always something to learn from it too another another of my uh, favorite ones to recommend is a book called whatever happened to the world of tomorrow by brian feast <clears throat> it was i'm trying to remember who published it last year it was uh, one of the mainline book publishers but it's a story of a father and son, uh, and it starts off at the 1939 World's Fair, uh, which was um, uh, had the slogan, The World of Tomorrow. 
and it was where TV made its debut, and uh, some of the speaker new cars were de- debuted there. But there was uh, this look into the world of tomorrow, flying cars and um, space travel and all that kind of stuff. And so what the book is is that it's sort of a travel of this father and son who don't really age all that much from 1939 all the way up to the present day. And what it does is it sort of explores the reasons why we may have lost our pioneering spirit, why we don't go out and seek things the way we used to seek, um, why we don't explore as much. And, um, and during the course of this, it's an exploration of the relationship between his father and his son, an amazing piece of work. Um, <clears throat> So what else? Uh, what else can I recommend to you? <laughs> you know what? I, I guarantee you guys that if you came out to my store, you would leave with one big stack of books. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's not hard to do. It's not like you're really that tough. So. That's right. We, we, we're pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. But I, I always love an easy audience. <laughs> but I'll tell you, one of the things, I, uh, uh, I, I, and I said this earlier, one of the best parts about my job is nurturing readers, no matter what age they are. If I get great pleasure in putting a book into someone's hand that I know they're going to like, and I know they're going to come back and want more. And I think that's the, that's the key to being a successful comic book retailer is um, my staff is the same way. Everyone we've had here on staff over the last 22 years, I think has done a really good job of that. <clears throat> but it's... Um, uh, it's really about nurturing um, everyone's love for the comics medium, and uh, um, you know that's what the root of Free Comic Book Day is. That's sort of what the root of of my job is: is to make sure that the people who come in here buy what they like, read what they like, and then keep on getting more of what they like, and then expanding their uh, their taste so they can try other things um, and and uh, appreciate um, just how amazing the comics medium is when you take a look at all facets of it. Well, Joe, I think you do an outstanding job of that. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I I am very fortunate to have Zeus Comics here in the Dallas area to to go to and enjoy Free Comic Book Day at because, you know, they always do it up big. They've had their cape events in the past, and and, uh, even when they're not having their big cape event on Free Comic Book Day, they still just do a huge event. And, uh, you know, you're the guy that started it all, so, you know, thank you for getting that ball rolling. And and, uh, I know that, that people worldwide, millions of comic book readers who don't even know you and have never heard your name, are thankful for Joe Field. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, when you see Richard at Zeus, you, you say uh, thank you to him from me for, for putting on a good event down there. And uh, all those other shops that you visit in the Dallas area, whether it's uh, Lone Star or Titan or Madness or uh, that uh, that's out in Plano, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, any uh, there are a number of retailers in that area that are really making a, a, a good effort with Free Comic Book Day, and right. and actually a really great effort with their stores in general. You're you're lucky to be in a good market like that. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a good com Keith's Comics. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's 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 a bunch of them down there that do a really really super job. So um, uh, just uh, you know, when you see them, you 
<clears throat> you tell them for me to keep up the good work because uh, I know they're doing it. Yeah, actually, before we let you go, I mean, we could t- we could say it, but we'd prefer it if you say it. You know, for people who are you know listening to the show, we're going to try to you know tweet this and Facebook it and all that stuff. You know, who may not know what comic shop near them is participating in Free Comic Book Day. You know, where can they go to check that out? Check their their local comic shop that's participating in the event. Right. If they go to freecomicbookday.com, they can enter in their um, their zip code and get a list of stores in their area that are participating in Free Comic Book Day. And uh, that's the easiest way to do it. On top of that, freecomicbookday.com has interviews with a bunch of the creators who were involved in making the books this year, um, resources for people who may not know a lot about comics and may want to get a little bit of the history or any of that kind of stuff. It, freecomicbook.com has become sort of a nexus of, of good information about comics uh, that will lead you into other areas. And I would invite you to enter in your zip code, find the stores in your area that are participating, and go visit those stores, find the store that you really like, and uh, um, go back to it week after week, and um, um, just uh, you know, keep the comics market thriving. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Podcast theme music graciously provided by Mark Andrew Pope. For more information, visit markandrewpope.com. Funny Books with Aaron and Polly is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. No Spider-Man clones were harmed in the production of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>